ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the news beat presented to you by Ladies Like and Jay Santino. Follow, follow the beat, follow the beat from the studio to the street. Info with the flow, keeps you sharp and in the know. Sit back, relax, enjoy the news, follow. A new bill is under debate in Botswana about an issue affecting all of Africa. The bill is a way to fight defilement by raising the age of sexual consent. For girls, the age used to be 16, but the bill could put it at 18. The ages of consent across the continent may be fairly sexual assault and defilement. So, raising the age of consent makes sense, but the bill is after every violent offense, especially the abuse of children, indecent assault and abduction. It could introduce stiffer fines and penalties, and a minimum sentence that's mandatory for offenses like rape and murder as well as manslaughter. It's not just the major violent crimes, it targets the delicates that turn the line. The bill punishes public offenses like being a common nuisance or trafficking pornography and being idle and disorderly. The proposed bill is a solid statement against grave crimes like defilement, but it may also make daily life safer and bring a new era of law and order. And it's time for our citizen hero. This week, it's a shiro. Listen to the incredible story of Susan Kigula, the lady who saved hundreds from death row. Susan was a happily married young woman. She had a job, a healthy daughter, and a nice husband. But in 2000, her life changed for good. One night, the couple was attacked in their apartment. Susan woke up from a blow in her neck. Her husband, Constantine, did not survive the attack. Susan was later accused of her husband's murder by her stepson, a three-year-old boy, confused and young. She was taken to prison and sentenced to death. She didn't even know how much time she had left. At first, Susan felt more than depressed. Then she asked herself, how can I spend the time I have left best? She talked to other convicts, many falsely accused of crimes, and together they faced their hard times. Susan felt an inner strength and changed her attitude. She mobilized the choir and the dance troupe. She fought for education access, like the men's prison did. The welfare commissioner agreed, and classes started under trees. When the prison warden saw the women's motivation, they gave support and encouraged their education. And then came Alexander McLean, the British founder of Africa Prisons Project. He was a young student, only 18, but he was fighting in Ugandan prisons for better healthcare access and with success. Together with Kigula, he was setting up a prison library. Alexander was touched by her will and positivity. In 2011, Kigula and some friends were the first Ugandan prisoners, taking a low course from a distance and not with Makerere, but with the University of London. She then started a legal clinic in prison, helping inmates with with legal advice and tips to represent themselves. Even prison staff asked her for help. Then Susan made her next big move. She wanted the death sentence to be removed. Although this was not approved, the Supreme Court did rule that the death penalty in case of murder is not mandatory. So in 2011, Susan had another trial. Her sentence was reduced, but it took another while before she was finally free in 2016. She left prison with a law degree. She now works together with African Prisons Project. She reunited with her daughter and tries to establish a prison law firm. What a shiro Susan Tegula is indeed. It's amazing what people can achieve if they continue to believe in their abilities. That's right. And that goes for all of us. Never give up. See what you can reach. I'm Riff HD, reporting for Newsbeats. Hey, do you know who Nozamo Winfrey Zanyuwe Madikizela is? Hmm, let me guess. 
a South African princess. It's the birthday of Winnie Mandela. Now we all know about Mandela's life, but it's worth pausing and listening to the story of his wife. And make sure you sit down, because this is not an easy one. Winnie was born in 1939 in Transkei, a former independent state in South Africa. As a child, she saw racism from close by, and she could never turn a blind eye. In the early 50s, she moved to Johannesburg, where she studied social work. She excelled at her studies, and she was already quite political. She became the first black social worker at Baraguanath Hospital. Many men were interested in Winnie, but it was Nelson Mandela she wanted to marry. With her husband Doris caught up and busy with meetings of the AFC, she discovered married life could be hard and lonely. In 1961, her husband was imprisoned, but she continued to fight the racist apartheid regime. Many people whom Winnie trusted were not whom they seemed. Surrounded by spies and living under burning orders, she was in and out of jail. And after five years of police harassment, intimidation and long interrogations of housewives, she was finally banned for eight years to a dusty town in the free state. But she always remained a human rights activist and even developed a military tryst. Her later years were shrouded in controversy. Some urge that she was affected by the decades of police brutality. By the time her husband was released, it seemed he did recognize the old Winnie. Her name appeared in the ANC corruption scandals. She lost her position as ANC Women League president and went to court for kidnapping and murder cases that her bodyguards had executed. In 2013, Winnie and Nelson Mandela separated and she passed away on the 2nd of April 2018. Nobody doubts that she fought hard for human rights but exposed to decades of aggression. Maybe she thought aggression was the way to fight. That's quite a tragic story. I guess nobody can accomplish a better society if they exclude certain people, be them black or white. That was the news on the beat. Next week will be another hit. Still ladies like I'm Jay Sentino, reporting live and direct with love and respect. Follow the beat, follow the beat, follow the beat, follow the beat. Yes, follow the beat. Follow the beat, follow the beat, follow the beat, follow the beat. Yes, follow the beat.